0: Welcome back to Iceback. In this season of Iceback, we'll be talking about the trials and tribulations of young adult life. I'm your host, T.
1: And I'm your co host, Aisha. Welcome.
0: So welcome back, everyone, to the Ice Black Podcast. It's been like two weeks since we last put out an episode, but yeah. Last episode was pretty heavy, so this time, following on upon that theme of adulthood, we wanted to talk about life after graduation, how, you know, you find your place in the world, whether it's the corporate world or uh, some other industry, you know, so... We invited a guest this time. Yes, we rarely have guests, but today we have Mayan here.
1: Hey, yay. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: okay, I'm Maya. I we went to the same uni, but I graduated first. <laughs> mm. I graduated earlier this year. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, congrats by the way on graduating. So first of all, like I wanted to ask how was it graduating during the pandemic? Obviously, like there were a lot of changes, I'm assuming. Was that a bit like sad or like bittersweet for you? Honestly,
2: to this day I still feel like I haven't graduated kind of because like there's no like graduation ceremony yeah. at all. Mm. I literally received my degree in my
0: pajamas. So oh <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda sad. Yeah. It it's weird because I feel like college is such like a symbolic or like a big moment in our lives. So having the pandemic like strip that like important Mm -hmm. have that taken away, yeah, that must be sad. Yeah, (laughs)
2: sad because like I prepared like oh I wanted to wear this, I wanted to do this, right? I Couldn't do it so.
0: Okay, so what have you been doing since that day, since graduating?
2: So I actually went back to Indonesia before my graduation because on the last semester of college, I didn't take any classes because I finished all my credits. So I went home earlier and I did wait till the graduation day. <laughs> to get my degree. And honestly, I all I've been doing is besides working, I've just been dancing cuz I'm trying to get this contemporary dance uh certification. Sure. So that's all I've been You're doing, too. just work and dance. That's all.
0: <laughs> and what type of what type of work are you doing?
2: Oh, um I'm doing Production administration at this mm-hmm. um, clothing brand. So it, my friend's sister owns the brand, and I've just been working there for now. it's has oh, been it's fun. It called? Like, um, it's called Mechanism. So the owner is Diameka, uh-huh. If you know her, I don't. So she's a like a actress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I've been working in that brand
0: for the past like five months almost five months, five months now Oh, that's cool like how, how do you find like working life is it very different from student life what are like the biggest differences that you find in your day-to-day life um, I think with time management because like with in
2: college you can choose the classes you want to do and like the schedules and everything but we I cannot do that so I just have to work nine to five every single day wow. and sometimes even I have to go home late you know but yeah. I'm really grateful because the work that I'm doing now it's not as like hectic I would say compared to other like corporate jobs because uh, the people there are more like chill so they I didn't well I still have a lot of work but like it's not as stressful like,
0: like, for size. sure
1: right.
0: how do you find the time to balance like dance training and work is that quite difficult it honestly is because
1: I
2: work times a week right and then so for the weekends I'm just booked for my dance classes on the contemporary dance class and then on Sunday morning I have the traditional dance and then yeah it's been kind of hard because especially with the uh, pandemic a lot of the classes ended up being online and it's I feel like it's not as effective (laughs) but it's still fun it's it's still kind of hard for me to adjust like the schedule and everything but yeah I still want to do it so (laughs) I tried to make it right
1: are you like content with the job you have right now, or do you see yourself doing more?
2: I see myself doing more honestly for now. I feel like sure. I just need a job for now. So right. like I'm just like okay. But I, I do enjoy my job now. I just mm-hmm. feel like this is still not what I actually wanted to do in
0: mm-hmm.
2: future. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm
0: actually thinking on on taking a master's
1: degree, hopefully. Right. So
0: yeah what, what do you want to do a master's on either acting or dance probably how was the transition like going from being like full-time student in japan to going back home like did you have any difficulties adjusting to your new life like being fully back or was it just the same as before college it's
2: kind of difficult no i wouldn't say difficult but it's like because i i spent all those years in japan and when i go back to Indonesia i kind of have to uh find connections again like you know socialize and all and with the pandemic it's even harder because like i cannot really meet new people it's getting harder to yeah. Meet new people. yeah so I, I tried finding jobs from like linkedin and everything but it's kind of hard so i ended up getting a job from my sister which has been amazing
0: (laughs) yeah i feel like with the pandemic there's been such an increase in like anxiety and like competition in everything and of course like that translates into the job market like do you think most people who graduated in your class were like in a similar position as you because of that?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think so. Cause like with the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs as well. So our competition is not just crash graduates, but also people that lost okay. their jobs. So it's getting even harder and like recruitments, because they also cannot afford to pay more employees and stuff. So it's been part
0: what would be your piece of advice to people who just graduated like how would you advise them to go about like the job search process everything going out of the university life
2: honestly uh, connection is very important because like it's it's harder to find jobs like from just like um, like LinkedIn for example Then, if you already have a connection with like your friends and like know what you really want to do but also mm. still be kind of flexible so if it's not exactly what you want then if it's still like close enough then just take it if you think like you can do it mm. then just take it because it's so hard to find a job now especially with the pandemic so I feel like there's not a lot of opportunities out there maybe if you if you have like if you're around the right people maybe but it's still not that easy so I feel like connection and socializing is really important for sure
0: yeah are you planning to stay in Indonesia or do you plan to like travel for your masters travel honestly oh where do you want to go yeah I'm
2: thinking either South Korea because there's this scholarship that I've been wanting to try for Mm -hmm. since since bachelor's degree but I didn't end up doing it so I wanted to try for the master's but if not I am also thinking about maybe London Mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard to get the scholarship there because the competition is yeah pretty hard so we'll see yeah
0: well we're rooting for you for sure I feel like yeah do you feel any like pressure or difficulties being someone who wants to go into like an arts field coming from an asian background because i feel like that's such a big thing like for me when i was growing up in in a japanese high school like arts was so like looked down upon it was like uh, if you do arts you're not smart you know Right, right. Let alone performing arts. So what's your opinion on that?
2: Honestly, it is hard. Like even my parents are always, my family are very supportive on what I want to do. And like if I have passion in arts or whatever it is, they're very supportive of that. But -hmm. when it comes to college, I remember when I first told my parents that I wanted to take arts for my degree. At first they were kind of hesitant, but then they saw my dance teacher who was a dance graduate in Mm -hmm. Singapore and she was like oh so through with that degree you can also make a dance school for example like a lot of other opportunities so then my mom was like okay maybe you can try and then she's kind of like starting to be more open about like um, arts as a job but even then mm-hmm. to, to this day my, my family are still kind of like oh you still kind of need a kind of like right. backup if arts yeah. didn't work out you still have you still need something that's also why I ended up taking business economics because my mom wanted to like well in case things didn't work out as planned you still yeah. have your business to degree so you can still get sure. other jobs as yeah. well so mm.
0: I feel like I'm literally in a very similar situation (laughs) because, yeah, I dance too and I'm also interested in music and I'm also studying business, (laughs) economics. So it's interesting. I feel like although our (laughs) our generation is super open when it comes to jobs, like I think especially with the ascent of like social media, we have these new jobs like youtuber influencer like you know anything is possible to us in a way when to our parents generation it's still very tough to see like performing as a real job like it's tough for them to see anything that isn't like an office job as something that will be stable i think the stability Uh, aspect is really what gets them and yeah in a way i get it because when you think of like dancing as a career it's kind of hard to imagine someone being a professional dancer after like 40 for example but there are still other opportunities you can do with those skills obviously and like i don't know how how people can change that mindset what do you guys think? Right.
1: I think it's so interesting that you raised how, I mean, me and Mayang were both of um, Asian backgrounds, and I guess it's not necessarily the standard that they grew up with. That's why they find it so hard to, um, mm. well, they find it difficult to kind of get it through their heads that um, this could be a stable job, you know. But then again, I think you also said how, like, um, the scope of making income now just got wider, you know. So mm-hmm. I guess throughout time, they'll understand. They could understand, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing that um, you both are like, a lot of people are very talented at it. So,
0: yeah. For sure. I would mm-hmm. say, like, especially to our listeners, if you are passionate about something and you're a talented Whether or not it's a conventional avenue or a conventional job, industry field, whatever, I would say it's always worth it to pursue it at least once in your life. A lot of the times, like, you may fail the first time, second time, third time, or you may may fail and then just give up, and that's also fine. But I think that I've seen so many people be blinded by like what society tells them is a good job or what society tells them is a stable life and they fall into that lifestyle and end up being not happy at all so I would say it's always worth a try for sure
2: yeah because you want to make sure that you're happy with your decisions and not because like other people told you this is how it should be yeah yeah.
0: I guess like part of finding yourself after graduation is like the biggest thing would be that like not only finding a job, but it's also about finding who you really wanna be and what you really wanna bring to this world. Like, have you had any revelations about that besides like just you wanting to pursue dance and going to a master's?
2: Honestly, um, for me, I've always known that i'm not the type of person to do like corporate jobs because i tried doing internships and all i couldn't really enjoy it fully but when i'm like dancing for example i really liked it but even with dance i still have this like um imposter syndrome i guess like i would still feel like oh i don't think i'm good enough and all but then again there's always room to learn so even if you feel like you're not good enough or for example with me with dance Mm -hmm. and that's okay there's you still have all this time to learn and even those that are really good they still have a lot to learn still so i think for me i haven't really got like a turning point i would say but i've just always known deep inside that that's what i'm here to do kind of Mm. because that's the only thing i feel like i I wouldn't say that's the only thing i can do but like i really enjoy doing it and like even though it's tiring yeah even though it's tiring but it still it makes me happy
0: so that's the most important thing for you i feel like when Mm -hmm. it comes to imposter syndrome like There's one thing that I actually realized through dance is that no matter what you do there's always going to be someone who's going to be better at you to be better than you to be honest but you got to find like your edge you got to find like what you're good at that no one else can replicate and it might sound like super cheesy but honestly there is always something that you can do that somebody else cannot do just like vice versa you know. For me in dance, like I had a lot of trouble when I was getting into it, like kind of seriously at the beginning of my university life, because I realized that especially a lot of Japanese dancers, they're very good technically, like they can execute the choreography perfectly, just as almost the same exact angle as the choreographer, you know. And I couldn't do that after learning the choreography in like 20 minutes or however long we have in a dance class, right? So after that, I realized that, okay, I can't execute it perfectly technique-wise, but I have a certain like confidence or performance aspect that I feel like I bring that nobody else can bring in the class. So after I like started to showcase that, I feel like I got a lot more attention from choreographers. And I just realized that, okay, you just got to find your strength, you know, and that goes with dance and that goes with everything in life, you know. So I feel like it's really important for new graduates to just look into not only. Like not go into the job search as okay, what is available for me right now, but also look into it as what can I bring to these companies? What are my strengths that I can really put forward? It's like kind of like selling yourself almost like you're you're like you're the product. Yeah. Which yeah. sounds crazy, but yeah. That you
1: buy. <laughs> Literally. I know you wanna buy.
2: and with social media as well at this point like social media has become your like
0: portfolio in a way
1: it's your best friend literally
0: yeah yeah so yeah with those those things in mind like is there a last thing that you would like to say to future graduates her new us. graduates. Yeah, uh, literally, literally <laughs> us.
2: Literally. <laughs> um honestly, okay, this is something that I I wouldn't say I struggle with, but I kind of regret it a little. So throughout college I was so focused on just wanting to graduate and just finish all my credits right. and everything. And now I looked back and I'm like, oh, I should have took this class because then it'll help me with this job and all. So I think that's something that maybe you should think about more when you choose classes. And it's okay if there are things that you learned uh, in college, but you cannot really um, apply to your jobs because like learning by theory and actually doing it, it's different so sometimes you just gotta learn by doing it too so if you when you get a job after you graduate later and you find some things that you cannot really execute well okay know what you really want to do and find what really makes you happy and you have to be able to differentiate between uh what you want for yourself and what others want like from you cuz like we hear from others a lot like oh you should be this you should do this and this a lot to the point that yeah. we cannot differentiate what we really want to do and what others told us to do so just yeah. be able to differentiate that is really important
0: yeah 100% agree with all of that i also wanted to add like i feel like a lot of us look at life as this like you know tunnel vision like okay you wake up you work You know, you would just work until you die, you know, but (laughs) life is not about, it's not all about working, you know, no matter how much we live in this capitalist world, like, there are other things that you will need to focus on throughout your life. So don't be too stressed about finding the perfect job for you. There is very rarely the perfect job for you unless you make it, like if you're an entrepreneur or something. So... I would say don't be too stressed about that too. We're we're all gonna get there, some way somehow. So yeah, for sure. And with that, thank you so much for joining us, Maya. Thank Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, we
0: learned we learned a lot from you. And oh, do you wanna plug your Insta, guys? She posts like dance videos too and singing videos.
1: right
2: okay like trust me <laughs> <laughs> thank you okay my instagram is my z m a y z s y kind of hard but i'm pretty sure t and aisha will put it somewhere <laughs> yeah later. for sure, for
0: sure.
2: <laughs> thank, you.
1: Thank, thank you thank you for joining us. Me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ice Black. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ice Black Podcast and our Twitter at From Ice Black. Thank you so much for tuning in again. See you guys on the next episode. Stay sexy. Stay Stay cute.
0: Stay
1: aligned. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.